Good morning to you, early birds. You've hooked the worm, a podcast from Yellowstone Public Radio in collaboration with our partners at Montana Public Radio. I'm your host, Orlinda Worthington. Today is Friday, February 9th. Ahead for us on the worm, Albertson's companies recalling several products due to contamination that can cause serious illness, even death. A program helping to feed hungry kids in the state has some disturbing, increasing numbers. And a new biomedical research center picks Montana for its location. Albertsons is recalling five ready meals and store-made taco kits in stores in Montana, Wyoming, and several other states due to possible listeria contamination. These select meals and kits are supplied by Fresh Creative Foods and contain a recalled cheese ingredient. The FDA and CDC, in collaboration with state and local partners, are investigating illnesses in a multi-year, multi-state outbreak of infections. Listeria is an organism that can cause serious and sometimes fatal infections in young children, frail or elderly people, and others with weakened immune systems. Healthy individuals may suffer only short-term symptoms such as high fevers, severe headache, nausea, and abdominal pain. Listeria infection can cause miscarriages and stillbirths among pregnant women. Anyone concerned about an injury or illness should contact a health care provider. Consumers who have purchased these items are urged to dispose of them or return the items to their local store for a full refund. Anyone who used the products is advised to use extra vigilance in cleaning and sanitizing any surfaces and containers that may have come in contact with these products. Many elementary school students in southwest Montana are hungry. As Yellowstone Public Radio Sarah Brown reports, the number of students needing weekend food assistance has shot up. The Kids Pack program provides students who would otherwise go hungry with healthy meals and snacks for the weekend. During the first semester of the school year, it distributed nearly 8,000 bags of food. That's an average of 725 children each week in 38 schools throughout Madison, Jefferson, and Gallatin counties, and a whopping 66% increase over the previous school year. HRDC's Food and Nutrition Director Jill Holder attributes most of that increase to the skyrocketing cost of living. It's very common for people to be cost-burdened. Basically, their housing is well over 30% of their income. Um, in many cases, it's 50, 60, even 70% sometimes, and that just doesn't leave any room for families to pay for all the other things they need to pay for. The community at large is also experiencing food insecurity in greater numbers. Together with the rising cost of living, residents have been hit hard by the decrease in pandemic-era federal programs like unemployment, SNAP benefits, and tax credits for families with children. The Gallatin Valley Food Bank saw its highest numbers ever last month, more than 1,600 food boxes. So we just keep breaking records, and that is an indicator. It's not that just people are just using the food bank more, it's that they need it. In Billings, I'm Sarah Brown. The construction of a controversial natural gas plant in Laurel can go on as planned after a Billings judge sided with Northwestern Energy in an ongoing legal dispute between residents, environmental groups, and the utility giant. Yellowstone Public Radio's Kayla DeRoche reports. Yellowstone County District Court Judge Jessica Fair on Monday denied a motion for summary judgment in a lawsuit against a natural gas plant Northwestern is building by Laurel, just west of Billings. 
A group of Laurel residents, together with advocacy groups, the Montana Environmental Information Center and Northern Plains Resource Council, filed the lawsuit in 2022. They allege the property is under city jurisdiction and incorrectly zoned for the plant. They requested a legal determination that the city has control, which the judge's order this week effectively denies. The judge found the city does not have authority and references Yellowstone County's intention of exercising jurisdictional control over the parcel. Residents attached to the lawsuit say the plant poses threats to community health, property values, and aesthetics, among other things, and advocacy groups warn against the damaging effects of methane, a potent greenhouse gas. Northwestern Energy argues the plant is a necessary addition so that the utility can produce more power itself rather than buy it on the open market during times of high demand. In Billings, I'm Kayla Roche. Federal regulators this week said the Salish Kootenai Dam didn't draw too much water out of Flathead Lake last summer. Montana Public Radio's Aaron Bolton reports some residents had blamed the dam operator for historically low lake water levels. Flathead Lake's low water line last summer was the result of a shallow snowpack and warm temperatures melting that snow quickly. Residents filed complaints with federal energy regulators, arguing that the Confederated Salish and Kootenai tribes drew too much water out of Flathead Lake. They say that harmed the tourism industry. Regulators say the dam stayed within the bounds of its license. The CSKT are fending off another complaint, too. A separate group of residents and business owners argues the dam should follow an old management plan that would keep more water in Flathead Lake. CSKT officials say that plan was never approved and would reduce downstream flows harming fish and other aquatic species. In Columbia Falls, I'm Aaron Bolton. A biomedical research facility in Great Falls has been awarded nearly $14 million to launch a rural health research center. Montana Public Radio's Ellis Julin has more. The McLaughlin Research Institute received the grant from the National Institute of Health. The research will look at three different human diseases that disproportionately affect people in rural areas. Alzheimer's disease, Parkinson's disease, and age-related vision impairments like macular degeneration. The fourth project will research chronic wasting disease, or CWD, which threatens food reliability by affecting game animals like deer and elk. Rene Rayopera is the Institute's CEO and director. When you think about these four projects, they're all neurological disorders or health problems. And they also have unique rural manifestations or consequences. Para pointed to examples like Alzheimer's disease being more challenging in areas with limited access to neurologists or memory care facilities. Many Montanans' lifestyles often depend on driving. And so macular degeneration has outsized impacts in a rural environment. Similarly, Parkinson's disease. The research will be carried out collaboratively between the Center and the Turo College of Osteopathic Medicine in Great Falls. In Missoula, I'm Ellis Julin. That is the Worm for Friday. Kay Erickson will have the latest Montana news for you today during All Things Considered. That's between 4 and 7 p.m. We'll have another episode of The Worm for you early birds on Monday. The Worm is a production of Yellowstone Public Radio. Theme music composed and recorded by Zach Jones at Rapscallion Recording. Metal art call captured by Jay McGowan for the Macaulay Library. More information about The Worm is available at ypradio.org.